Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Orbar and Matanya Benzayan, the CEO and CTO, respectively, of Apprenti an e-discovery software platform for analyzing documents and generating actionable legal insights from them. Or, Matan, how are you? We're great. It's uh, nice to be here, Ari. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, we're doing great. Thanks, Ari, for having us. It is my privilege. I'm really interested and excited to chat with you today. So, Or, tell us about your background and the genesis of Apprenti. Before starting Apprentice, I served as an officer in the Israeli JAG for six years. Criminal prosecutor, I started on with blue-collar crimes and later on transitioned to handling more complex, white-collar, typical crime, mainly frauds and so on. Before that, I was an advisor to the Israeli defense agencies on international public matters. And I think... The background of Apprenti is the story about a lawyer and a physicist who walk into a bar. Both Matai and I served as professional officers in the Israeli Defense Forces and met in an entrepreneurship course about two years ago. It sure felt like two days. In the course that um, participants were encouraged to have coffee to network with one another. And Matai and I chose to go out for a beer. And sitting at the bar, Matan asked me, what are the pains that you feel in your jobs? And I, who was handling a major investigation of a public company, immediately replied what every lawyer who does litigation will reply, document review. Matan started asking questions regarding how lawyers do their job and how do lawyers review documents to understand what is so tedious about it. And I think he never really realized how fast and what is the real volume of that document review. And I think Matan was amazed that the tools that we as lawyers use are so old-fashioned compared to the technology that is available for, let's say, brokers or cybersecurity experts. And after that night, when we felt like we had that click between co-founders, and we understood that we could work together. And we started a process that is called market discovery in the startup world, in which we came up with ideas and interviewed dozens of legal professionals for feedback on those ideas. And we put the effort to try to interview people from different countries and different backgrounds. And we distilled the fact that lawyers have the same art of profession. They do the same thing and they handle documents the same in different languages or different laws, but basically it's the same. And then we identified that the old-fashioned approach to doc review is broken, and the e-discovery world actually created a problem that they don't have any solution for today. It is just impossible to conduct early assessments and review the data that was identified and preserved in the companies using the current technologies where litigators are forced to do what we call smart search in the dark, meaning you try to find something that you don't really know that exists because the time the client told you so. And I think in that moment when we identify this, we understand that we have a problem and we might have a solution 
that will disrupt that area and recreate the cutting edge platform that does fit with this. I think Mutan can elaborate more about this, but we concluded that in order to get a deep AI to truly uh, help legal practitioners, we face two major challenges. It is how to model that detective type of work that litigators do algorithmically, and then to develop a mathematical framework to describe large purposes of legal evidence. Matan, tell us about your background and how a print eye works. I'm the technological part of uh, enterprise. My background comes from research, research and development. I have a PhD in physics from New York University. I've been involved in research, academic research, and also industrial research and development for almost 13 years now. Worked in major universities, including New York University, University of Chicago at Princeton. I also worked in Sorbonne University and Israeli universities. And what type of research that I typically worked on emphasized physical models for complex systems and using AI in decentralized systems. And when I met Orr, and he described the way litigators work, typically work on large litigation cases, it sounded, I was, I was a little bit in disbelief because there were so many really strong tools out there, established tools outside of academia. Or said for brokers and cybersecurity and, and many more, like uh, in fraud detection, anomaly detection, and uh, so on and so on, that seems just not really make it and trickle to litigation, which is a very, very large sector. As Or said, we did the market discovery. We went out there and started interviewing people from top law firms throughout the world, really throughout the world. This theme was recurring. They get loads of documents and they don't find their hands and, and uh, arms and legs. And then we started trying to do this ping pong of or will come up with a process that he goes through as a litigator. Imagine like a ping pong and I'll go like pong and come up with a model, a mathematical model or an algorithmic model that can address it. And at first it was very raw. It was very theoretical. We realized that in order to make it useful, we need to productize it. We need to make a product out of it. And this is why our first recruitment was a, is a developer that worked in Checkpoint someone who can implement with compliance security measures, stuff like CICD, and take these ideas and make them into a product. Were you guys working full-time while you were doing this in the early stages? So we work full-time on Apprentice while working full-time on, on our day-to-day job. So we had only day and no, and no night something that we feel like we are doing today, but today it's a full-time job. It's interesting to me that you're both so experienced in each discipline, and there's been so much discussion in legal about AI. What's the difference between AI and everything that legal teams refer to as AI? From my perspective as a lawyer, I think that lawyers don't really understand what AI is. And everyone asks me, do you do what ChatGPT does? And they think generative AI is something that's become uh, fashionable just in the recent few months. And we're used to think about AI as something that will maybe let us know that if we use a different 
let's say, contract on a different matter, but this is what they're thinking about. What we do in AI is different. And actually, Apprentice relies on a different technology. And Matan has came up with that technology of equations, a different perspective of how to do it. Yeah, so AI is actually very broad. AI, artificial intelligence, means very different things that can come in handy in many different ways. You know, AI auto-complete your sentence, but AI can find an indicative uh, document within a, t- a corpus of a, t- of a million documents. These are two very different tasks. Both will be assigned into AI. Within AI, there are different branches of machine learning and supervised and unsupervised machine learning and so on and so forth. So AI is actually running most of our life now. We don't even notice it. And it comes about in different depths. The kind of AI that we are introducing is more into the litigation process and also due diligence process where you have large amounts of documents and you have to make some to come up with some idea to understand what's important within them. Because documents, by essence, are unstructured data. And coming about with a way of modeling unstructured data was a major breakthrough in uh, what we're doing. And this is the kind of AI that we're introducing. It's a pipeline that takes many documents and surfaces those that can help you support a legal claim, which you may not even know that you were able to support before seeing these documents. With that in mind, Matan, what's the balance between human and technological efficiency, especially in e-discovery? One of the things that is very important and we constantly stress it is we are assisting lawyers. We know that at a given case, a law firm can allocate so much resources, there's so much budget, there's so much the client is, will be willing to pay for their cases. The thing is that what we want to do is that once you place your cohort of 5, 10, 100 legal practitioners who are working on a case, you can, they can go and assess the important stuff and not the rest of the stuff. They, you can, usually when they're looking at the cases, and this is start, one of the things that we learned from our market research, they look at, at the beginning, especially at the early stages, they look at hundreds of documents and try to establish some legal strategy. What we're doing is surface the best 100 documents that they can work with at the early stage and not just some random 100 documents based on you know, random selection or some, as or mentioned, blind smart search where you're not exactly sure what you're looking for. Over the last few years, e-discovery professionals in particular have had to work differently, remotely, in a way, the disaggregated fashion. How has the pandemic affected how lawyers and legal professionals approach e-discovery and how's Apprenti responding to that? Lawyers cease to fear from working from home in the big firms. This is something that they need to bless for because it allows law firms to flex and get more people out of the scope of the major cities. And now when they are accustomed to work with Zoom or Teams, if it's a, it's a big law firms and the entire Microsoft suite, they can adopt new technologies to assist them in the workflow management, as you can see today. It is a very hot topic today in the legal tech industry. And those workflow management solutions coming up with the e-discovery insight generation engines that we developed, for instance, 
can really transform the legal profession to the next phase as we see, which means the ability to flex and to work more efficiently and bring experts, matter experts from different uh, states around the U.S. or from other countries and increase your work capacity and basically become more profitable. I think COVID is the catalyst of the transformation of the legal profession and it will assist and we can see the spendings of law firms increasing since COVID hits. And for us, besides the, the thing that COVID called, I think COVID will change legal profession, or maybe even change. Matan, how do you see the use of AI in e-discovery evolving? Well, it's already getting there. And uh, people start using it in, in various forms. And as I said, AI is an umbrella term. And I think it will be used more extensively and to also gain deeper insights. And one of the things that I think is really interesting and really exciting also is the do good portion of our enterprise, because using AI in a way balances the playing field. In the past, big law firms could really exhaust other firms just by bringing more and more and more documents. And all of a sudden, using uh, digital solutions, this battle takes a turn. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Orbar and Matanya Benzayan, the CEO and CTO, respectively, of Apprenti, an e-discovery software platform for analyzing documents and generating actionable legal insights from them. Or Matan, thanks so much. Thank you, Ari. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.